0: And then like the wonder waggle was thrown around. And it's like, that sounds not so good either. Like, geez, it still did not come up with anything, right? So So (laughs) so we're going back and forth. (laughs) And Joe throws this out. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) The Flight Test 2023 Aviation (laughs) RTD.
1: Everybody. welcome back to the Aviation RC New Podcast. My name is Joe and my name is Matt. And tonight, uh, Matt, I thought we were on episode seventy, but we're on seventy-one. Apparently.
0: We're on episode seventy-one, and we have an we have a super exciting one. Oh, I'm so excited! Yeah, Sorry, yeah you, I'll no, I'll go, go say.
1: ahead. We we've we got a little bit of an announcement to make. The new wonder is here, here, here. That is our first very own podcast plane uh to an extent i mean we had the spitfire skin last year but, we did um but that, you've this had, is you've had some of your designs that you've been playing around sure. with sure but this one Ubatross. is our design uh... designed for us for the podcast there for everybody there we <laughs> so we've kind of been talking about this over the last little while about what we were going to do at the next flight fest mm-hmm. um And we've not said a whole lot about it, just because we've been working behind the scenes with a couple folks to uh, try to get it all planned out, what we were going to do. But the community voted, we said, the community said they want to do uh, Wonders this year for the Flight Fest uh, Mm -hmm. fly-in, and when that occurred, uh, Spawns, the uh, mastermind behind the Spawns uh, foam wonder mm-hmm. reached out and said that uh, he'd be willing to do a custom variant uh, for us and Spawns has a uh, multiple variants for his wonders and mm-hmm. the variants tend to be just li- i mean, little changes to some of the flaring that's on it uh, give it a slightly unique look um, and Spawns was extremely patient uh, with Matt and Mai's uh desires for designs and also our lack of ability to get him uh good information in a timely fashion um i mean we didn't make him wait forever but it could have been done more speedily yes but spawns was very gracious with that and has uh put that into uh, paper form for plans, and our very own Tony Lewis, I believe, Beta built it. He did. Um, And so we now have the Noob Wonder, um, which just has some nice uh, uh, design elements that make it unique, but uh, hopefully still very noob-friendly. No information necessarily on how it flies, though it's a wonder, so it's sure to fly like a wonder.
0: It, yep. It'll fly like a wonder. I'm certain. Um, I'm, I'm re- really eager to see it fly in the air and just see if what kind of different tendencies it might have, if any. Mm-hmm. Um, it, we, part of our directives, I guess, to spawns was that it would be, we wanted it to be simple to build. Like simpler than the, the simpleness of the wonder to begin with. Um, so it's a pretty straightforward design. Um, but we have a handful of flares that I think make it ours. We, we put the wings from our logo uh, on the plane. Um, so mm-hmm. it really kind of stands out. That, that'll hopefully, it seems to be like, so all the different variations of the wonder. There's a couple things that change. Uh, it's usually the treatment of the ailerons and the, the ends of the wings. And then the, the rudder fins <clears throat> in the back of the plane is what really sets apart one variant of this design to, from the next. So I felt it really important that we do something unique to us with those uh, rudder fins. So I insisted that we put those uh, those little uh, wings that we have on either side of the radio in our logo uh, on this, either side of this uh, plane. So um, I hope you love it like we do. That's for sure. We'll talk which, w- more about it in a minute I guess, right?
1: Yeah, which uh, Tony... So Tony made that really come to life with some decals that he did. um, Because otherwise, it's just sort of like this generic outline shape. There's not the individual feathers, if you will. But uh, he did up some decals that made it look really spot on. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was great. And then now, you know, I know you talk about wanting it to be easy to like very simple. Did did Spawns change the wing? Uh, construction at all? I felt like it was still no, just the, the like construction the, the yeah. wing edges and such that was
0: Right, uh, so rather change. than having a big round or any kind of shape to the outside, it's pretty much a straight chunk and uh-huh. then the ailerons are straight across, the elevator is straight across, There's so you can take a ruler and just go shoop, and straight across and you're good um, as opposed to maybe some sort of taper or anything like that it's it's really basic but nice. that was the point Um mm-hmm. it's for the noob, so uh look, we, we have, and we'll go into the things, uh, the events we're going to have through the podcast here to promote and uh, urge people to kind of take part in this, even if it's at home, um, and we'll get into those details. But I, as before we get there, we have what we usually do. We talk about at least what we've been up to in the last couple of weeks, kind of talk about the things that have been going on in the community. Uh, we hit our history. We do have a history here. Uh, there's a history of Plankers, or at least a history of one of the Planker Planes that made it to be full scale. Uh, and then we'll get back into this wonder and maybe some more of the details of our different events that we're planning and thinking of and and request, uh, you know, your help with uh, helping some of that happen.
1: Mm. So what well. so have you been up to? I heard you've been busy is what I've heard uh yeah so you and i spoke this morning for the first time really in like three weeks (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i tell you what the new jobs uh fantastic but unless i call you first thing in the morning on my way to work you and i don't get a whole lot of time to talk anymore yeah yeah plus you got the
0: new lady right so there are some times where i'm busy and i'm like yo i'll talk to you maybe sunday I'm like, what? Well, don't you love me? And, you're and like, I'm like, yeah, I but I love not you, as Joe. But, this, but, but <laughs> you know, she wants to build a plane, Joe. She wants to build a plane.
1: She does. Get out and of the there way. was somebody else that wanted to build a plane. <laughs> yeah. So, in talking about the things that I've done for the past few weeks, uh, you'll remember I talked about having built the uh, FT Tiny Trainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the past, uh, a month or two or so, three or however long ago, it's been a minute. But it's been sitting out there on my uh build table. uh No electronics put into it, but built in uh, control horned up and all. And um, one weekend, going into like Friday night, I think I was working. Yeah, I was working from home one day, and. I just had a few minutes here and there, so I pulled out one of the um, FT mini build kits. It ended up building the, oh, I'm turning around looking up at it. I think it's the uh, FT Sparrow mm-hmm. um, a little bit while I was at work and while I was working from home. That one's almost. like five and ten minutes here and there. That one's and, almost
0: a planker uh, in and of itself. Uh, yeah was it yeah it's a short short fuselage pretty big wing
1: oh yeah it's just kind of a fold over um yeah simple enough wing Uh, a lot of under camber to it especially at the wing tips um so again that one's just built but no electronics um and then uh later that so i built that and then the next day the wild hair continued so i pulled out the uh, mini speedster and built that short of electronics and the mounting of the wing because uh, I think I had to do something with the electronics mounting before I put the wing in permanently. Mm-hmm. So there's a sparrow, the mini speedster, and then uh, I offered my wife because I was planning on building the tiny trainers just to get them built i offered if she wanted to build them build one with me she surprisingly agreed and so over the course of a week and a half here and there we worked on it and built two more tiny trainers uh, so now i have three tiny trainers and looking at them you wouldn't be able to tell which one i built and which one she built i couldn't hardly tell once i picked them up and mixed them up i said i don't remember which one's hers um which speaks to the quality that she did heck yeah and I'm she's, looking around. she's a very careful she's a very careful lady um
0: mm-hmm. even though she it may not be her jam <laughs> she does and put it wasn't a, but she does put a uh, care into the thing she she decides to put together so
1: mm-hmm. yep yep she's only going to put so much time into it at one time <laughs> um she said, I didn't hate it, uh, but yes. Yeah, <laughs> That's almost a t- ringing <laughs> endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I had to get those electronics up so we can take them out flying sometime. I got some F-Packs or A-Packs or right. something. Um, and then I actually pulled out the two FT-Long EZs I have and started on one um, and then realized that I was going to have to put electronics in it before I could get too far into the build. And I don't have any 5-gram servos, and so I've been debating whether I was going to do 5-gram or 9-grams. Um, yeah, I think I'm just going to run the 9-grams in it and not worry about the little bit of extra weight. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't think
0: you need to worry. But, like, you have to get pretty small. Like like the sizes that I was building of, like, the half-scale 7s and the half-scale stuff where, you're like, maybe the 5-grams makes a difference. And I think I still put... Nine grams and those, they flew fine. I wouldn't mm-hmm. worry.
1: I just worry about the reliability of the five gram platform.
0: I, I think you should. Uh, it, my experience has been that's warranted. So mm-hmm. nine grams is far more um, reliable in my experience.
1: Yeah. Plus the five grams are already like a little more expensive than nine, than the nine grams. Yeah. So I'm just I'll make the cutouts a little bit bigger and run with the nine grams. Um. And then I finally got my 3D printer working again.
0: Okay, this is where we insert fanfare audio here. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da.
1: Air horns.
2: Yeah,
0: I know, right? No, that's um, awesome. So what did yeah, so you end up having to do? What, I what is the switched
1: solution? my filament brand. I'd been trying to use Sunlu, mm-hmm. And I know a variety of people have had good experience with Sunlu. Right. Um, I don't know what my problem is, um, as far as sun goes. It could be that my hot end is not reading the correct temperature, uh, so when I'm setting it to 220 or 215 degrees Celsius, it could be that's running much hotter, um, uh, and it, it could be that sun loo is more, um, um, faster to allow that heat to travel within the filament, and so it's traveling up through the filament, uh, at a Faster than it, the mine wants it to, faster than it can actually cool it. Because the hatch box that I've got now, I'm not having any issues out of. Um, I don't think the film, like the Sunloo filament, was uh, clogging, which can happen if you have uh, inconsistencies in the diameter, the the variance in the diameter of your filament. Um, Because I would have expected the clog to occur further back if it was really binding in the Bowden tube over filament diameter. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's just a brand issue and that it's probably um, the filament taking the heat and running with it faster than faster than it really needed to. Um, Is the only thing I can really attribute it to. Um, for now, I've switched back to Hatchbox. It's printing fine. I've run... Um, I've run multiple prints through it at this point. And between that and uh, using the... Uh, I got OctoPrint running on my desktop computer. Um, and so I'm using the auto bed leveler. I got the bed leveler visualizer plugin running so I can run the leveler and then visually see the bed and what it's doing. And... Um, yeah, between a couple of other things I in adjusting that bed, it's it, getting my Z offset tuned in a little better. So that my first layer prints decent. I'm I'm finally getting some really good prints again. And uh, I'm able to do some things. And this, I don't know if you, I think I mentioned it to you. It didn't seem like you had known it. Um, but in looking for how do I get old PLA off my print bed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, especially especially because that especially my, the thin was, stuff. <laughs> yeah, like that that thin stuff you can't really get your scraper under. Mm-mm. You can uh, just sort of to, like to push it, sand it off. <laughs> oh, no, you know, don't, do don't do that. Take a razor to yeah. it, and oh, yeah. I know, but like Ra- just razor maybe, but it's... wearing it off. And, yeah. But yeah, but you can't take a razor to a a textured surface like I've got. Oh, oh yeah, fair enough. I don't have a glass top, right. so. Uh, the recommendation that I found that worked was to heat the, uh, heat the bed to eighty degrees Celsius. That's the temperature at which, at which PLA softens. Oh, and then you can take your scraper and work at, it, or if you got tweezers, you can go at it with two tweezers. But you can kind of work at it and get corners to lift and peel back. And I was able to get all the old, uh, real thin layers of PLA off my print bed which was nice. Very good. um, And then Richard uh, Spitfire, let me pull up the 3D printing channel because he mentioned something. Oh, uh, he was responding to where I put in there about it. He said, for regular PLA, I've always used 60 degrees for the bed and added wide strips of blue painter's tape for Mm -hmm. really good bed adhesion and is less messy than glue or hairspray. Um, I've not yet had to use glue or hairspray for bed adhesion. Um, maybe Uh, it's because I'm using a textured surface.
0: Uh, yeah, that's part of the reason why they, they supply those. Um, when using the glass, it's a 50, 50 shot. Actually, it's better. Mm -hmm. It it tends to adhere actually for me better, but every once in a while I'm like, no, I need to add a little glue. That makes all the difference if it Mm -hmm. is not sticking, but with, with the glass bed, most of the adhesion is solid, except on occasion. And then on that occasion, a little bit of glue makes really, that'll fix it. I've rarely had any questions past that. It's important, though, that you don't have a bunch of dust all over your bed.
2: Mm.
0: (laughs) And in either case, uh, because that destroys adhesion pretty quickly. (laughs) So clean off your bed before you start, and you'll have uh, far, far better adhesion than if you chose not to.
1: Well, at this point, because of uh, the number of items I'm printing and because I'm printing with a brim, mm-hmm. um, which I was not a fan of, but now that I'm able to get that you know single layer of PLA peeled back off, if I can, I can heat the bed up and get it off. I'm a much bigger fan of brimming. Okay. Uh, plus, I've had in the past where I had Uh, like three parts that I was printing, but I didn't print the brim. Okay. And the the print head knocked into a part uh, Mm -hmm. as it was traveling. And because it was just the part, you know, it was a wall of the fuselage for the Model B. uh, It was just those two layers, you know, those two side-by-side layers forming a wall. He just knocked it right off the print bed. And then I had spaghetti hanging everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, Um, you did. (laughs) Because I went to work and came home to find that. Um, oh,
0: that's the worst. Because you're like, yeah. what am
1: I going to do with that? And you're looking at it, you're just like, oh, that was a waste. That's so much wasted, PLA. Yeah, time, a little bit of money, mm-hmm. plastic. Oh. So speaking of the Model B, I have the wings printed, which I had printed the wings in the past. Uh, but at this point, I have, I believe, the entirety of the fuselage and the empenage printed, and I have um various bits and bobs as far as the uh, ailerons and uh tips of the vertical and horizontal stabilizer so i got some other specialty like where i gotta do like two top layers and eight bottom layers and this that's but to start mixing in there but i've got a lot of the parts printed and i've been printing like a madman while this thing is working you know sort of taking a run while you can't until it quits again yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, that's sort of what I've been up to, which is more than I've been up to in a while. So it's kind of nice. It, yeah. Um, yeah, I've noticed. And I'm
0: pleased to see that because you seem really excited about it. And honestly, this is the perfect time to really. And this is the time of the year to really kind of get just a little ahead on the builds so that we mm-hmm. have a couple planes ready for when it's time. Um, I know you're still looking at uh, power systems uh, before you can really get some of those in the air, but uh, really you're kind of ahead of the game. That way you're ready to go when you're like, okay, this weekend we're going to go get it done. I ordered parts, yeah. they're going to be on the way. We're just going to put them in on Friday and go flying Saturday or Sunday, whichever
1: is the clearest day, right? Well, and we've just not had good flying weather down here in the past no. while, so. It's either been bad or it's just been cold, cold. and overcast and rain- uh, windy, so. The cold's not fair. It's really not, but my mother and I went fishing instead, um, and it was really cold when the wind got going, so kind of kind of glad we didn't get, try to go flying that day because the wind was whipping too much. It wouldn't have been good. So talk to me about what you've been doing. All right. No, I'm not talking about anything. We're not talking about anything at all. No. Okay. Well, on to community.
2: Uh, oh
0: man! No, just kidding. No, no, no. Uh, no. So I had ordered. Uh, I was talking to my buddy uh, from Israel, uh, Mayan. Uh, yes. I mention his name every once in a while. He's um, he's he's a guy who won the the uh the was it two three years ago. He's the buildingest, builderiest builder uh, there ever has been. Um, he's the one who built thirteen <laughs> planes and flew them in one month, which is a feat that uh, I I always kind of hold him up high for that. I was like, how did you do that? Anyway, uh, talking to him and he's, you know, he's had a, you know, here and there. And we kind of have the same journey in the sense that some of this that I do, I found was uh, now for me, but originally it was to kind of get my family involved and kind of get us a little bit closer together. Um, And that was his journey as well uh, when he started getting into flight test stuff. And we were just kind of catching up a uh, bunch here and there. And one of the planes, because he knows I love the Prandtl T, uh, he was talking about the Carbon Falcon. So I ordered one the other, the other week. And it's kind of an expensive kit for what it is, it's like a 42-inch, uh, looks like a hang glider made out of, you know, the ripstop nylon kite material. Um, but it basically has two servos in the middle, And they rotate rods that twist the outer parts of the wing (coughs) and create, and they fly this proverse yaw that we've talked about before. Um, And it flies like a bird. And it also has a pretty wide flight envelope because it's a hang glider. So it's really lightweight. It gets a lot of lift for what it is because it's under cambered. Um, So it's an indoor uh, flyer. It's an outdoor glider. It can fly fast. It can fly slow. And he says, Matt, you'll love it. Like, no, really, you'll love it. They're going to give you these weird clip things. Uh, after you put it together, you'll kind of know which ones I'm talking about. Replace those with metal ones, and you'll be in great shape forever. This thing is nearly indestructible because it weighs almost nothing. It's made of carbon fiber mm. and ripstop nylon. I mean, it doesn't, You, I mean, and it's made out of like a tiny 1404 with a quadcopter, like one of those three-inch quadcopter motor props. Like, all of it's indestructible. Like, you're fine. <laughs> You're gonna love it, it's gonna be great. So I said, Okay, sounds good. So I wanted to see how this thing worked, and I, I purchased it. So it's come in, I've looked, that I've gotten all the parts. Um, and I'm really eager to build it. Uh, last time I sat down to build, um, my focus though was to help Amy get her plane builds, uh, so she could have something to fly next time we go out. Yeah, how's that been going? Uh, it's been going excellent, actually. That's kind of uh, on the list, so I'll, I'll jump to that and I'll come back to the other. Um, okay. So yeah, she's she <laughs> last time she uh, cut out pants and, and it was like, well, we got to make pants. She's like, I'm a it's an airplane. I don't need pants on an airplane. What what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like the wheel pants. I'm like the wheel pants, and she's like, why would I need pants on my wheels? They're wheels. And I'm like, but this <laughs> model's got pants. You should put them on. Don't don't leave naked pants or n- naked wheels. You need to put pants on them anyway. So. And we went back and forth about that stuff. And then we we ended up uh, putting the wheels together, put the pants together, um, bent the landing gear wire and kind of showed her what that process was about. Let her kind of fiddle with it a little bit. Um, And so that's ready. We put a tail skid of some sort on the tail and she's like, it needs to be higher. I'm like, no, no, no. Have you ever seen a tail dragger plane? Like the tail sits low and it kind of angles up a bit. That's how it's supposed to be. Um, and I said, well, once you kind of get that set, you you level out the pants based on it sitting on the ground as a tail dragger. So you kind of, you know, uh, rubber band the thing on, and then you let it sit, and that's where you glue the pants. That's the angle, right? So that's, that's how you set those. And she's like, oh, well, that seems silly. And I'm like, it might be, but that's what it is. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. kind of what you need. Um, anyway, so she's now left with installing two servos and hooking the wire up, um, and putting the turtle, the rear turtle deck on and putting a prop on. We've tested the gear. It works. We've set up a radio and tested that it controls all the things. So we are really literally, um, probably one sit sitting away from being complete. And then she's already been taking some tape and really small scissors and, you know, uh, putting color on her on her pants, nice. Uh, I'm trying to think she's putting color. She's got a couple other spots. Oh, her wheels. She put color on her wheels, and she put them on her pants. Um, so she's getting started. And I told her, I said, you know, next time we work, um, once those electronics are in, it's all about just making it you you be able to tell what top is versus bottom, and you should be ready to go. She's like, Oh, that's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, we were pretty, pretty good about that. And part of why she was over was, and part of why we didn't really uh, record a podcast was I had a, I'll call a semi-medical emergency uh, on Wednesday that kind of took three or four days to repair from. So we missed our, our normal record date last week. And then after that happened, there was just no way. And I don't think you had time either. Um, which no, is, but why... I'm glad
1: you're feeling better.
0: Yeah, man, me too. It's, yeah, and I, I just, I got to find out. I didn't realize how bad stuff. it was. Me, me neither, until she's, she came over with an O2 sensor was like, Matt, um, the oxygen level in your body is way too low, and it's dangerous. You need to not do this. <laughs> we need oh. You need to be better and safe. And, and whatnot. And I'm like, oh, well, at least it explains what's been going on the last couple of days. She's like, yeah, your body doesn't have yeah. even enough to keep awake, let alone to function. And here you are trying to be, you know, uh, dad, super dad, running the baseball practices and getting this and that and lunches and get to work. And uh, anyway, so, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so that's what it was. Uh, I've also, uh, I've tried for a week and a half to put in one servo on the cleric. And I have failed every attempt at trying to get that darn thing in, including today. Uh, But that's okay. We did other things. I worked on the Puri plans. Uh, The foam Puri plans need some labels on the parts, and then I will be able to put them up and have them available for people to download and build one yourself. It's an awesome build. Again, it's using that same F-Pack. You can go larger if you want. Um, It's a big, thin wing. It looks great. It flies great. And if you don't build it like I did the first time, it won't fall apart on you in mid-flight. But it does look no. pretty when it does come to the ground in a flutter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did uh, work a little bit today on the time saver. I printed out a couple parts, so I did a little bit of 3D printing. And what I thought was like, oh, this thing, the filament was uh, had cracked a couple places. Because I'm down near the center of the roll where it's a little bit tighter wound. And the filament has been sitting out for... Um, maybe two months now in the air. So it's a little bit more brittle. And so I'm like, oh, this is going to be a pain to, to do all this. So mm-hmm. I kind of pushed the filament through a little bit after the, the heating stuff was hot, got it all connected. So that go into the tubes and I started printing and it printed out great. Nice. Like, okay, perfect. So I needed to print out the uh, lobe that sits on the motor itself in the uh, time saver And that's the part that has the little knob that the needle sits in right? and goes up and out. I think last time it kind of melted because there's too much friction somewhere. Um, And this uh, last time, uh, I also needed to print one of those needle length trimmers where you kind of make the loop up top. And then you put it in this jig and then you can tell how long to cut. You cut it and then you sharpen the end of the needle. Okay. Um, So I needed to print those two things and they went really quick. I think total 45 minutes for the whole shebang. Um, Again, while I was doing other things, it's pretty awesome. So, uh, and then we tried to go simming last weekend.
1: Yeah. And now that I see that, I remember you reached out to me. So I'm just going to go ahead and apologize, but go ahead. Uh, Whatever you,
0: you had things just like I had things. I'm not going to worry. I just remember, I'm like, Joe would remember what was going wrong with my computer that all of a sudden we did the thing. It was like, Delete the drivers for the USB stuff and let Windows fill it back in with current things. And then it goes, oh, I know exactly what's going on. Everything works. And it all works like it's supposed to.
1: Um. So I think the correct answer is something like that. But if I remember correctly, uh, you had to go in and point it to a different driver manually. Yes. That's what it is. Okay,
0: so I need... We need to go through it and figure that out. And then I need to undo it, hit the record button and redo that, make a video and make sure it's in our, our Noob SIM channel so that we have that there too. Cause it's really wow. important for those people who also are running the same problem. So the, the problem is that windows driver is not recognizing my radio master T 16 S. It sees it as USB device. It's like it doesn't even tell me like what I have to go hunt and down which one is the USB that's coming in and out when I disconnect. Right? It's a pain to find it. Anyway,
1: Once in the meantime, I I can go ahead and tell you. Okay. If I if I'm remembering this correctly, in the meantime, you can um, go to the Device Manager. Right. Okay. Uh, locate your thing, and in this case, I'm looking at my webcam, but locate your thing in the device manager, right-click, go to properties. Mm -hmm. In the driver tab, you can hit driver details, and it'll pull up, and that should be all the relevant drivers that are present. Okay, okay. Okay. If I remember, and you just choose the one that you want to use, if I'm remembering correctly. I'm not promising that was the way, but because if I remember correctly, there was like a new driver that released.
0: Right. And it it doesn't work right.
1: That was treating your controller as like a some sort a of pointing device or something. Or so. Yeah. It was something weird. Instead when it needs it like a joystick.
0: Right. And and it needs to treat it like a joystick. It's like it was doing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Okay. Yeah. Now, now that you bring that up, I remember.
0: Right. No. And I'm glad you, cause I'm like, you'll remember what it was. Cause it was something. And I kept going back and forth and, and Amy's having the same problem with hers.
1: Now, I remember there was one other guy in, um in discord way back then. We need to do another sim night. Yeah, we do. And
0: we also need to set, we need to get that fixed and make sure other people know how to as well. Um, Mm. I think it'll be worthwhile for everybody, especially with more people having Radio Masters, uh, especially because they were super on sale. And if you jumped on the deal when you jumped on it, you, for what was it, like $60, some ridiculously like 60% off or or 70% off, you could get a Radio Master T16S, Hall Gimbaled. Like it's the deal, it's the real deal. So, um, so she and I both got one, and I need to set it up. We were both looking to sim. I know she bought it so she could sim and practice and get good. So that way, when we do go out with it and share, when <laughs> exactly when she <laughs> has the opportunity to get enough money for the rest of the stuff, because it takes time to get that kind of funding sometimes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it, you can't sell something you can just do all at once for everybody. Um, having a sim, the whole point was she wanted to have the simulator and she'd teach her kids that way and then see how good they, they were doing with that. And then when she got a plane, we, we could all fly it. Right. Like, so that was the goal. And I thought it was awesome. And I was really disappointed that I couldn't help her get started. And I couldn't get me started. I have a dongle. I bought a dongle, the one in 20 or one in 10 dongle, and that works, but at the same point, not always. And, and it's, it's really down to this device driver. It, that's what really messed it. once, Because I remember once I fixed that, all of the things worked exactly like they're supposed to. But without yeah. that, pff, and I, I bet you I'm not the only problem, only one with this problem. I have an up-to-date computer. It's a Microsoft Windows thing. And mine just does it the wrong way when it updates Windows, which is all the time. So
1: I need to have yeah, this so as a video for myself but for no other buddy, and for nobody else. So what you've got, what happens, and this is, again, recalling from the past, and I remember we had the conversation on an episode after the fact, is, without going too deep into it, drivers are a in-between software that tells your operating system how to use the device that's connected. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um it gives it I, the it, protocol it, or language it, it needs to be able to do stuff right again it stands as a stand in between Mm -hmm. um a middleman if you will and so way the windows has a variety of drivers you know there's windows default drivers and then a company will come out with its own drivers um and so that's why you can get something and you know hooked up to your computer and it's working and they'll be like you know you should update the drivers um and then you. You know, so the drivers that it has is just enough to have it working. There are some generic drivers, and then you download the special drivers that fully unlock or actually work with the thing. Well, both of the drivers, if I'm remembering correctly, that the uh, Radio Master was interfacing with with Windows are both Windows drivers, but there was an older one that treated it correctly, and then a newer one that was released that did that shouldn't have applied to the radio master but gets assigned to the radio master when you hook it up to the computer and mm-hmm. that's where it handles it wrong right so, yeah it's just going in there swapping it yeah
0: that's uh and i remember it being as simple as that
1: mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> once you knew what to do i was like oh here right, and, <laughs> and and <laughs> I, it's so been, easy
0: it's been so long and when i went to redo it again it's like oh yeah let's mess this up again <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't know that man. I would
1: remember. I remember seeing where you had reached out to me, and I just I, never got back with you. But I'm I seem to remember. I, I don't know at that time that I would have remembered. But now that we're sitting here talking, I was like, "Oh yeah, right.
2: um,
1: yeah, good." So, do you want to talk about community events, or do you want me to talk about some comments first?
0: Um, why don't you talk about some comments, and I'm going to, uh, yeah,
1: finish do filling the- that area out.
0: Yeah, just. Because uh, I'm, I'm going to add uh, an extra one that I know I'm going to attend, and and it's not something that we'll both naturally be at, but it'll I'd we'll say be May
1: fifty six. What calendar are you looking at? I'm looking at the uh, ca-
0: the Mayan calendar clearly.
1: <laughs> so, um, yeah, we we actually had a quite a few comments come in uh, since we last sat down and spoke. Um, so let me go to our show comments section. Um do 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 Uh let's see. Trying to remember how far back these go. Uh last episode we had Tony on, right? Yeah. So we had Spitfire say, really enjoyed listening to episode seventy and learning about Flying Tiger Tony. Uh Spring Sprint Wrap Up Challenge. Uh it's a great idea to inspire the community to resume those Uh, started but unfinished project so yes excellent uh concept there for tony jrc always like listening to flying tiger bring both balsa and foam slash foam board together enjoyed it uh yagi said tony was great it'd be nice it'd be a nice feature along with aircraft history to highlight for better or worse a member of noob nation thank you for the podcast makes me really excited about flight fest well not the peanut butter tub but already a volunteer and pilot privileges for the weekend. See y'all, uh, see all y'all in June. All right. Um, and he said, and let's meet up at Edgewater on Wednesday evening. I'll definitely be there to start off the weekend. Uh, come join me. Uh, so we, we may be able to get up there early enough to do the Edgewater thing. That's just a long drive for us.
0: Yeah. Um, To be there by Wednesday for sure. We might be able to pull that off um unfortunately we can't make any promises about that
2: Mm -hmm. until we're there (laughs) and then
1: there was some back and forth about noobs over edgewater uh which was a you know great idea love it uh rob rob or brian said i'm looking forward to meeting more people at flight fest this year i dragged the family down last year for just one day and we had a blast so this year we were borrowing an rv and staying for the whole thing i'm only partway listening to uh, through listening to new episodes so I'll hold any additional comments um, anybody doing RVs this year uh, if we get rain now we didn't have any rain last year at least not until like we were packing up and leaving but my first year there was so much rain um, just be mindful of what um, what the volunteers and the red shirts are saying as far as you know, RVs. If you need to stay, if they want people to stay put, stay put. Uh, especially the RVs. We saw one or two of them get stuck in a variety of vehicles. Yeah. Uh, get stuck, and it's it's only like an inch and a half of mud, but it will get those things stuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um.
0: And then and then it makes it hard to get everybody in and out. Uh, from that point forward. So.
1: Yeah, then it becomes just a big a big jam way we well um, we pointed you we usually laugh a little yeah. no. now here. So here's one on uh, another type of feedback, which we'll take into account. Um, Tench, who was uh, hanging with us last year at flight fest said just finished episode 70. Great hearing from Tony and the successful meshing of new and traditional modeling techniques. A little thing. When the music crescendos at the end of the episode, I always have to turn my volume down. Any chance you could reduce the final volume a titch next time? <laughs> Got you, buddy. <laughs> not yeah. a problem.
0: Sorry about that. Sometimes uh, it's not always apparent uh, how loud it is while we're doing our uh, edits.
1: Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I'll know, i do my edits in headphones uh, at my computer, but different listening devices. So uh, I'll make a note to uh, pull that volume down a little bit more on the outro music i'm sure it's a shock when we've been kind of conversational level and then that that cres- the ending crescendo swell comes in and just blasts your speakers out so right we'll take it a little easier on that um then we had without spending too much time uh some email comments come in awesome. um i may have discussed this last episode but i'm not sure so i'll read it again uh, we had a comment from Justin say, "Love the podcast. I just found your podcast in February. Great info, fun format." As I listen to episode thirty-five this morning at work, it dawns on me you guys have lost several planes in the woods, beans. I may have read this
0: one. You did. You know what I? You know what I did? I bought one. Did you? I did. I bought one.
1: I don't okay, know I for the help me. <laughs> <laughs> so when my brother and I used to fly drones out in the country and foothills, we used to use. A drone beeper slash finder because we flew in waist-high grass and mountain mahogany. It hooks up to the board and you connect it to your momentary switch on your transmitter. Might be useful as long as you didn't eject your battery. Thanks for the great podcast, Justin. Well, thank you again, Justin. Um, I guess I did read that episode that last time because I remember us having a little bit of a conversation about it afterwards.
0: You did. Uh, you did. I ended up buying the ViFly Finder on Amazon, the ViFly Finder V2. FPV racing drone buzzer with battery lost drone alarm, 110 decibel tracker works as a normal buzzer or a standalone beeper, uh, one piece. Um, and it's basically like, it's got a switch. Basically you turn it on or turn it off and you can connect it to your flight board. So it can tell when it's lost signal. Mm -hmm. Um, but even if you, even if you don't, I think you basically, uh, there's also a little connector so that you can actually charge the battery back up. So, Um, yeah, I'm going to figure out how to use that and, and see, uh, I might purposely put one down in the field and turn off the transmitter just to see how long it takes and what it sounds like, uh, out in the wilderness for sure. But, um, in the meantime, I, I do have one in my possession as long as I don't misplace it. I also have a couple of those traditional, you know, lipo battery voltage testers that double as a battery alarm if you need it.
1: Oh, and a esc will drain it over time
0: it will it will and and that's the other thing is you know those are great unless your battery flings out of the plane and tosses the battery the battery tester and all stuff to the four winds in which case mm-hmm. uh no use uh however this, theoretically this uh vifly finder will start beeping uh wherever the heck it's at and hopefully that's close enough to all the other pieces <laughs> you might be able to find what you need uh even if it does get
1: flung out hopefully
0: it'll help you get where you need so
1: yeah. Uh following up on the um on the beeper comment mm-hmm. uh I'm going to apologize to the person who left this comment um because it came through the Podbean app and I've logged into Podbean on my computer but I can't access any show comments and apparently the email where I got the comment notification said view and manage all your comments in the Podbean app only. Um, so thank yeah. you Podbean, for being a Royal pain to interact with the audience. Um, but I tried to log into pod bean on my phone and it's automatically signing in with a, my personal account instead of with the podcast account. Mm. So I couldn't see any sort of a name attached to this one though. I do, I do see their profile image with a, uh, a two blade heli nice uh, but it says um the comment says it's a it's standalone it works great uh i use just one to velcro to all my aircraft and they included a link to race day quads uh is a vifly beacon wireless self-powered drone buzzer that's essentially so, that's exactly, almost exactly what i bought so oh nice
0: i'll be able to test out and i'll report back when i uh give it a good go and then maybe nice. i won't ever lose one again
1: Theoretically, excellent. I hope so. <laughs> um, and it looks like I might have just one more for us. Sounds good. Which, that's a lot for us. Uh, I know. Right? Um, I love it. Haven't we heard from Tracy Glenn before?
0: Uh, I we have. Yep, his face okay. looks really familiar, and uh, I remember seeing a comment here in yeah, that
1: face. Mm-hmm. So he says uh, it was cool to hear you mention the first World War II jet-powered fighter, uh, the Emmy. Two six two, very historical plane that anyone into aircraft is familiar with. It is so famous. I learned about it in history class in the public school system, and it even had a cool song written about it. What? It included the YouTube link. Get I mean, out of here, this cool song. Yeah, it's uh by Blue Oyster or something. Like Blue that. Oyster Cult. Yep, Blue Oyster Cult. Heck yeah. Uh, um, on your feet or on your knees. Nine M E two six two in 1975
0: heck yeah so that's the date that's the year i was born nice oh nice that's right i literally just dated myself it's fantastic
1: <laughs> cool
0: thanks Sorry. a lot Tracy. You're,
1: you're only 11 years older than me ah
0: uh, fine i can be an old man i'm all right with that it's fine
1: i got gray in my beard too I you judging <laughs> <laughs> all right cool
0: well hey th- thanks for the comment and thanks for the the song i can't wait to listen to the rest of it yeah,
1: and everybody who wrote in, thank you. i um, actually been surprised in the past couple of weeks seeing all the all the co- different conversations coming in and comments. That's That's been nice. So thank you guys mm-hmm. so much for the kind words and sharing your thoughts with us. Yeah, I've got um, two uh, other little community things
0: before we move oh, past this. Uh, just right. real quick, uh, as another reminder, if you have not, go out and uh, you can go to The uh, freedom, FBV Freedom Coalition, um, they have a link uh, to the um, form letter that they put together for you to reach out to each one of your constituents in the government um, so that they can tell FAA what the heck to fix in their FAA uh, authorization, reauthorization act. So you want to reach out to each of your representatives and your senator, um, wait, no, your representative and your two senators because um, there's only one representative for each area, and then they have two senators for the whole state. Make sure that they each know, because they each vote on this bill, uh, they each have a vote towards it, and to just change that rule. Uh, adjust it. That's, the, that's what they're wanting us to try, is to increase the bottom limit of the, uh, the, well, the remote ID requirements from 250 grams to 1 kilogram. Uh, in that note, there's a bunch of information on the whys behind it and how the 250 is not based in science. The 250 kilograms or grams is not based in science. And that one kilogram has a lot more merit and uh, science behind it if we're looking for safety. Uh, another little thing is after talking to Sam a little bit, it looks like Sam is going to continue to sell his airplanes, um, the ones he has, and he's going to see how that goes uh, after kind of Good looking. Times. I know. And, and that, sorry. That's awesome. Um, it, that's really awesome. And I, I'm, that's kind of how we feel, honestly. I, I love that Sam, he is, his passion, uh, has always been kind of putting plane kits together. Um, he really enjoys, uh, I guess the other part, which is the rock crawling, which seems to have, especially in these times where people aren't really certain of like, yeah, but I can always just have a rock crawler. Um, plus it's easier to get kids started there. So he's, um, he's focused on both of those areas, but he is going to kind of reopen the airplane stuff. Uh, so his kits are still available. Reach out to him, let him uh, know that you want one. And that leads us to this next segment, uh, The to the end segment. He has a special kit for sale that we would love you to go. If you do not want to cut one out yourself, if you don't want to, oh, I don't know. Um, I guess what down... Yeah. If you don't want to cut one out yourself, you can have him cut one out for you. Um, if you want to build a foam wonder with us, uh, go reach out to him and he will send you a, uh, you know, you can purchase a speed build kit from him and he'll basically have one that's cut out. He also has motor kits and things like that, that you can outfit the rest of it with if you need. Um, Mm -hmm. so we'll we'll review that again, uh, later while we, when we talk about, um, the, the new wonder in more detail, but, uh, that that's it for the community.
1: And before anybody wor- worries that buying a speed build kit is the only option, these are uh, Dan Spawn's plans uh, and like, They're, you know, like all his other foam wonders. Uh, the plans are out there to be downloaded and had. Right,
0: and I believe we're going to download them. I, I'm thinking he's already given us permission to do this. We're going to keep a copy pinned to the. Aviation RC New Wonder Gaggle post, I think is what where it might be a good pl- place to put it, put, pin it to the top of that.
1: Okay, in the Discord,
0: yeah, in the Discord. That way, if you're going to do that thing, the plan is there. The plans okay. are free, and Sam will have a, a link to the plans in from his site as well. Like again, if you just want the plans, go go get them, download them, build your build your plane, build it however you need, use a time saver. Um, I know once I've got a cut file for the time saver, I plan on uploading it to the data bank set over there. So that way, if you want to cut out your own and you've got a time saver, go do it. Um, we, we just want everybody kind of building one, however fits into their budget, their time, um, uh, or their abilities. So go do it. Um, but it's really awesome that Sam was like, yeah, I, I got a laser. I'll cut out kits for you. Just have everybody, you know, just come to the website and they can... You know, it's, he's selling it at pretty much the same cost as the foam wonder, maybe even a little bit less. I don't even know. Um, But the, I think the bloody wonder is basically the FT version of the original, like way back in the day. And they Mm -hmm. sell theirs for, I think, 30 bucks. I think he was, he was estimating his might be about the same cost. So it's not like it's going to be any different, any more or less expensive. Um, And, you know, that's going to support the cause. And hopefully you'll have a lot of fun with this when you get there.
1: But yep. the
0: plankers, um, plankers aren't the only thing in aviation, uh, that have been around and, and it's not just RC, right? Uh, sure. there's been plankers but, that have been made full scale, right? Yeah. You, your segue caught
1: me, but I'm go sorry, ahead. I'm sorry. I um, did. You
0: were going to say something else. So that's why
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> go <laughs> ahead. I was, I was just going to say like, we've already pretty much hit.
0: Okay. Uh, like.
1: 80% of what's in our Foam Wonder section. Do we want to just go ahead and finish talking Foam Wonder stuff and then do the history segment? Okay,
0: yeah, let's do that. And then we'll talk about the history of the, the, the history of a Planker airplane that really existed, and you could have built it yourself. Matter of fact, you probably could still go out and get the plans and build it yourself. Um, nice. So we'll cover that in a minute. So, yeah, let's talk about Noob Wonder. So, again, big, special, uber, awesome thanks to Spawns. Dan, Spawnholes for taking our variant ideas and uh, being willing to kind of put those ideas to paper and, and develop the plans. Um, And extra special thanks to Tony who then took those plans in a matter of a blink of an eye and put together not only a prototype, but he, he really did a great job of kind of bringing out that 1930s racing spirit, uh, Mm -hmm. that racing plane spirit and, and kind of, uh, putting together a decal that really, I felt captured the spirit of what I think Joe and I were aiming for, so it it really makes me excited to see it.
1: Yeah, he did up uh, the uh, the decals on it, um, decals and striping, and it. He showed a picture. I was like, that that looks fantastic. Um, now that said, and what we'll double check with Tony before we release this one? I know he's said as much. He said no, it. He, he said. Us. No, he said, "Okay." He
0: said, okay. "Anyone, anybody who's in our Discord, who would like um, a decal, a complimentary decal set, and you can get a. If you want to see what the decal set looks like, you can you can actually print it out and download it on your own. Um, it's a resource in the flight test forums, alongside oh, the new de-
1: is the decal set yeah, in the forums. The decal wow. set and it's
0: with the with the original Wonder logo um, from the Sig Wonder. I think it's he took that original logo." And he put that in there, okay? Um, and so that's available, so you can get it almost immediately. But he has offered to our Discord group, if you're in the continental United States, that if you request one, he will, put a, he will print out a decal set for you and send it your way. Um, and he will personalize it if you give him a name and a number to put on there or a, a type font. So he'll, he'll get that set to you uh, as best he can. Um, I'm sending him stickers as we speak. Um, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll be in the mail tomorrow morning. I'll probably him to him this after, uh, by the end of the week, which means he will probably start sending those out at the end of the weekend. Um, is my guess. Cause he's just awesome. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that, that was really great of Tony cause he didn't have to do that. Oh my God. That's ridiculous. That's so awesome of him. Um, you can reach out to him at flying tiger, Tony, you know, Tony in parentheses, he has a dynamic RC logo for his symbol. Just reach out to him anywhere on our Discord and let him know what
1: you want. Mm -hmm. And uh, because this is going to be our our fly in plane for this year, we last year we had this. You know, we call it the Spitfire Squadron or the Spitfire Gag. Anyway, oh wait, what did what did you call it? Yeah, so for for reasons, I had the idea because we were deciding what we were going to call this thing this year, and I decided to be really ridiculous with the naming convention, um, because we were just tossing around like, no, that doesn't sound good, and gaggle or flock or this or that. and yeah. So Dan mentioned
0: being- Dan mentioned a while back that he just wasn't really a giant fan of gaggle. It just sort of happened, and. You know, there's like no way to escape it after a while, and he's like, "Oh, well, I'll just deal with it." You know?
1: Yeah. And then like the wet, wa- like a wonder waggle was thrown
0: around, and, and he's like, "That sounds not so good either." Like, jeez, I still haven't come up with anything, right? So, right. So-, so-, <laughs> so we're going back and forth, and Joe throws this out. <laughs> Hold on, the flight test 2023 aviation RC new podcast slash Dan Spons, Spawns Hold slash Tony spelled his f- name wrong. Spelled his name wrong. <laughs> Quote, flying tiger, uh, uh, parenthesis, I forgot his last name, and parenthesis, noob, wonder, gaggle, waggle, free flight, combat, fly, extravaganza. Or, nice.
1: (laughs) Or, (laughs) or the the FF, FF23ARCNP slash DSS slash TF pound sign. N-W-G-W-F-F-C-F-E exclamation mark. Or the Wonder Jumble Wonder Combat. Wonder Jumble Combat.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: so if, <laughs> we're not really sure if it's going to happen, but if you see one of us wearing these shirts, now you know why. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or if you see the shirts become available.
0: <laughs> I know, right? Holy cow. That was, uh, I think that had all of us in stitches that day.
2: <laughs> oh my god
1: <coughs> joe you're trying to kill well, me i swear oh. so the, the, i mean one of the funniest parts of that was just that i had said tony flying tiger i forget his last name and i had um it's lewis by the way but yeah. now because of that like even though we know it's still going to say i forget his last name yeah in the name of that just oh. it's oh my god ah, so fantastic you know, <laughs> yeah that's some of that behind the scenes stuff because there's been a lot of you know, there, there's a couple side chats that are involved with this wonder thing. And we're just, we've been having a blast with yeah. it. So guys yeah. that are involved in this, thank you so yeah, much. Thank
0: you so much. And you know, and, and, uh, I also want to say like, I think we came down to the wonder, wonder jumble combat, um, is kind of what we're aiming for. Like the noob group, the noob mm-hmm. wonders. It's going to be the wonder jumble, um, is a collection, <laughs> a loose collection of us. Uh, and we're going to try to have a combat with them. I'm sure. So,
1: um, <laughs> so we do want to um, maybe let, – let's plan on by next episode um, having an idea of one or two times. I say one or oh. two because people will have volunteer schedules. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe one or two times. I, I'd prefer, like, one, but I know that people will have schedules. I so think, think we say should have the, two. Yeah, twice that we'll meet up for – the Wonderflies and, and we're uh,
0: working with flight fest to be able to put it on the schedule. So when you go there and are, you have your schedule. Yeah. As I understand it, Dan excellent. is put, putting in a, a thing and I'm going to see if I can't get an email in there as well and say, Hey, look, we're definitely doing this thing. We'd love to have you this. And then with that say, Hey, we have a couple of other ideas. Uh, let's, if we, you don't mind, let's talk about a couple of them and see what we can pull off. Um, so, but this was definitely one of the big ones. With that, um, okay, so now we know how to get them, right? There, The plans are available everywhere for free. You can get a kit sent to you pronto. Uh, you can get stickers sent to you um, pretty quickly. Um, you can download them yourself. You can get started almost immediately. Like I said, I'm going to work at putting together ERC time saver um, uh, cut files. So you can cut one at home if you've got one of those. Also... Um, Uh, What was the last, what last piece of that? Um, another way to basically get it to, Oh, we won't get almost there.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um, But
0: once you have your parts and pieces and all that, Oh, I was going to, I was, I wanted to put together a build video so you can build one yourself and it's maybe Joe and I could get together one of this, like this weekend or something and just bust out some ridiculous. Anyway, I don't know. I want to put together a build video so that you can see how to put one of these together. Um, if you cannot attend, and maybe it's just us recording our first build night of this, and then basically, hopefully that will be me putting one together and showing everybody how. And we'll record the screen, and that will, we'll put it up on our YouTube channel and pass it to everybody if, if you wanna fly it. Um, that'll be a quick way to get it built. Um, we have three dates we are setting aside specifically for the Noob Wonder building. Uh, two of those dates, Joe and I can definitely attend Saturday, April 15th, uh, starting at 2 p.m., going until about 5. Um, then we have two Friday nights. The May 5th is going to be just me and start at 8. And then the 26th. Um, and we'll honestly probably be building on and off the rest of that weekend, <laughs> knowing the oh, way yeah. we tend to go. Um, <laughs> Uh, we're gonna start at eight and go to eleven on both those two nights. So, May, um, April fifteenth, May fifth, May twenty sixth. I've created events in our Discord. I'm gonna do the same thing in Facebook. Um, as that way, it's a quick, easy way to get reminders for yourself. Um, come out, join us, build. I'm gonna do like we did with the um, uh, with the Spitfires there the other year, where I'm gonna cut out a stack. And I could just keep building a bunch Jeez. of combat planes. They'll be ready. Here, here's one. Make it yours, make it pretty. Um, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of deal. Um so and then the, the other
1: half of that is Well, okay, what one, one last little tidbit. Sorry. Oh, do we want to go over the specs of it? Uh I mean you can. I wasn't too concerned about that. I was gonna no. say if if you are planning to come. Um, and I know not everybody who's planning to come and participate are listeners because um, not everybody in our Discord listens. But do us a favor, reach out, let us know um, that you're playing, just so we have at yeah, a, least an idea of how many people we're looking at. Hey, and, and you know like, if, Who are interested in doing this?
0: Maybe you can't make it to Flight Fest, but maybe you can set that weekend that Flight Fest is happening. You and some of the guys at your field build a bunch of these and fly it in a combat in, in honor of what's going to happen there that weekend. There you go. Uh, We'd love to hear about it. Be there
1: in spirit.
0: Yeah, we'll be there in spirit. And I know you'll be there. So give us some pictures too. Let us know it's happening. Let us know you're building it.
1: I want to see them, man. I I can't wait.
2: Mm -hmm. I can't wait.
1: All right. So one other exciting thing, I think. (laughs) Maybe the last exciting thing. (laughs) There's a lot going on. I know know it's exciting. We were, we
0: weren't kidding. There's an exciting episode coming. It's right here. This is the exciting episode. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we, so I was in the build, uh, build channel this weekend. I think I missed a build event. I think I set on Friday. Um, I got my day screwed up. And so I was there on Saturday with Amy and we had a couple other guys come out. Muttley was one of them. That's Ethan Jacobs. He was, uh, the guy who's so far camped with us uh, last uh, last couple last times. Last two years, yep. yeah. And we're looking for a third this time. I'm really excited. Uh, I just love seeing what he puts together. Uh, anyway, so he's like, you know what? Um, you guys take donations? So he's sending us something that I think will allow us to build a very large noob wonder. It's
1: ridiculous
0: and we keep debating like what we what kind of noob we should buy like should we should we build two big two big ones Joe flies I mean, one and I fly one i or, think so i think so too however <laughs> i i think there's or do, others or you go
1: really stupid
0: <laughs> i think there's a lot of people who want us to build a twin one but big with that same, okay. I don't
1: know, like i don't know
0: man I, we'll, we'll so, see what, we'll see what comes in see what we can put together but there's so a Ethan <laughs> sending in what now? He is sending some, uh, um, one of those big, like uh, agricultural size, uh, quadcopter motors Jeez. that he uses in his businesses, I think. And after they've kind of had their wear, he just, you know, they just say, Well, I just had four of them, one of them was busted. Uh, we're gonna get rid of the three because we're gonna replace the whole drone, right? Like, yeah. And so he's like, well, I don't want to throw it out because I know guys. So he's like, let me let me help you out with some." So he's going to send some our way. And so it'll be one of those like 435 kV motors that swings like a 15-inch prop. That's kind of what he and told me. S- and I said it, yeah, it basically said swings about eight, eight
1: pounds of
0: thrust. Yeah, it said it had, in the tables, it said it had about eight to 10 pounds of thrust,
1: depending Good on your motor Lord. setup
0: and the, the prop and the, you know, that kind of stuff. There's a lot to it, but it runs on success. And so... I think it's a perfect candidate for, I'm aiming for 300% noob.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And one of those motors would pull that. I'm pretty sure.
0: Because I I can't imagine it being more than maybe four pounds, maybe five pounds.
1: Well, the, uh, let's see. Does it have. The original 700 uh, 700 grams or so. Yeah. Which is shy of two pounds. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Um I'm thinking the the bigger motor, the bigger battery, and it's a lot more foam. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe twice as much. It'll be four to to six pounds, maybe. But it's gonna I mean easy, yeah. And one of those motors will be plenty, and that's why everyone's like, You should put both on <laughs> if we're getting it's like, more than one.
2: Ridiculous. Like,
0: that's ridiculous. But I when mean, I mentioned that, it to that, Mudley, Mudley's like, Yeah, yeah, whatever you do with it, it's gonna be great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. No, I mean, personally, I'd rather us each build yeah. what what is essentially going to be a 10-foot wingspan. 10-foot.
0: It's The fuse is going to be 5-foot. Yeah, it's going to be a big monster.
1: It's going to be great. But to, to slap both of them on there, I mean, you're talking a 15, 20-foot wingspan. to No, no, no. Same
0: wingspan. You just make it like an angry bee. <laughs> you make it with two well, motors that, and have it go... Z- yeah.
1: Well, in that case, let's just build two of the, two of the 300%. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's, that's my vote. My thoughts personally. Yeah. Personally. But we'll see.
0: Yep. We'll see. So Joe and I are going to be talking about in the next couple of months. Uh, if you want to uh, send us comments, send us emails, um, reach out in our discord, what you think you want us to do with that, <laughs> um, yeah. We're curious. That's
1: nuts. that's nuts. That's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Either way, a big special thanks to Ethan that to Mutley thank you so much. I know he probably wanted it to be anonymous so if, if he did I'm really sorry but that, that's I know it's um, you might think it's nothing, but I think that's we're really excited to be able to take this and really bring the new wonder to be a thing. This flight fest, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really eager to see it. And and I feel like that's in being true, true fashion of Ethan, because everything he builds seems to be over the, bi- over the top big. <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that we can kind of take, take that spirit and that
1: heart. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh.
1: All right. All right. So let's start bringing <sighs> it down a little bit. Talk about our history segment and then. Okay. We're, we're going to
0: talk about um, a real life planker. Um, that I gotta happened. look
1: a picture of this guy.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. It is a Backstrom EBP-1 Flying Plank. It was built. It was designed in 1954 and built. Uh, it's a mid-wing tailless glider. It's almost like those ones where you see the people running down the cliff and they kind of tuck that their feet up so into it. That is so ugly. I know. It's not pretty. Plankers are not pretty. <laughs> the planks are that not pretty That is so plain. ugly.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: I, I have my two cents on it. Go ahead. <laughs> Did you see all the variants, though? Anyway... The mid-wing tailless glider, designed by Al Backstrom with help from Phil Easley, Easley and Jack Powell, uh, they were made. They basically made plans for amateurs to construct. 16 of them were built. Originally, they used uh, drag tip rudders, and, uh, and it was wooden with doped fabric. Some were built with a fin and a rudder attached to the cockpit in the rear. Um, the first was built as a there was one built as a two place side by side seater in Australia, with another built as a motor glider. The standard uh, wing span is 25 feet, um, but some were built with up to 30 and a half feet. So they, they were built more. I, I imagine the uh, side, two side by side probably had the extra wingspan uh, for yeah. sure. Um, in 2011, two still were registered in the USA including the one in the National Soaring Society Museum. There were uh, variants A and C, I believe. A is a prototype, and C is a central type. There's also a type B, and that was the standard one that had the twin, twin uh, tip rudders. And then they had H, where they changed the airfoil um, to, to a different style. Um, let me see, the airfoil is an Abrial 15%. I don't even know what that looks like. I was planning on looking, it, I didn't get a chance um, I don't know how much of a Clark Y it looks, or is it more like a, a symmetrical airfoil? Um, but anyway, so they changed the airfoil and tried to see if it made a better plane. And it turns out it was not that successful. So they dismantled that plane, the Model H. Um, the specifications are typically one crew. Uh, the wingspan was 25 feet. The wing area, so it was a uh, four-foot cord. Uh, the wing area was 100 square feet Uh, aspect ratio is 6.25. Um, I went over the airfoil. It was an April 15%. It's empty weight was 150 pounds. It's gross weight was an extra 200 pounds past that. So 350. It had a glide ratio 20 to one, which isn't terrible for a glider. Um, it's not like the world breaking ones that are like 50 to one or 60 to one, but, um, Mm -hmm. that's a pretty good glide ratio considering, uh, it sank at, uh, 210 feet per minute at 47 miles an hour. And its and wing loading was three and a half pounds per square foot, which is pretty light. Hmm. Um, if you want to add a history to the show, you are welcome to do so. You can submit uh, your your idea or your history submission to aviationrcnoob at gmail.com. Um, be sure to include the plane, uh, its rough history, the specifications about it, any variations, and what made that plane special in history or what's unique about that plane um, that people might want to know more about uh, or where should it fit in in our discussions so Mm. um, yeah if you don't mind making that point and if you can send a picture too that's always a nice thing we'll we'll look one up I'm sure but uh, it'd be nice so there you go Um, nice if they want to reach out and talk to us Joe you want to
1: close this out and tell them how to do that yeah, I, I I can. I mean, I launched us, so you're welcome to have it. Oh, okay. Hold on.
0: All right. So uh, we are now at the end of the show. Uh, you can reach Joe at uh, Joe at AviationRCnoob.com. You could reach me, Matt, at Matthew at AviationRCnoob.com. You can reach us both at AviationRCnoob.com at Gmail. Or sorry, AviationRCnoob at <laughs> Gmail.com. You can go to... The www.aviationrcnoob.com and check out all the interesting things that are going on in the show right now. It's mostly a landing page and a couple of little things here and there, but we urge you to go out and take a look. There's also a comment section. You can talk to us there if you want. It's a way to make a comment to us directly through that. Um, if you would love to help out the show, you can help us out by sharing uh, with your friends, people who you think might enjoy the show. You can also help out if you want to monetarily through Patreon. You can go to Patreon.com at aviationrcnoob. RC um, You can join us in our Facebook page. Give us a comment, give us give us a like. We have a YouTube vid page, but I don't think we posted much of anything there yet. But we're, there's
1: a yeah, there's a couple old videos out there.
0: Yeah, but what, look, we're still playing around. Uh, don't don't, don't discount get to it fly yet. Fly together much. I know. Don't discount it yet. But it, that, there's a couple of videos of us flying. If you want to look what see what us uh, faces for radio look like in person. Um, otherwise, um, go get yourself a noob,
1: go get yourself a noob wonder, get some plans, right. get going. Uh, well that said, <laughs> uh, I was just looking at our, uh, side conversations with the guys Yeah. and Sam will say If he was going to if he was going to offer the kits, he needs some stickers and the, uh, cut files. So oh,
0: stickers are coming. I don't know about the cut files. I know. Uh, right. So we'll be the, getting those out
1: this week to him the it may not be available in the store yet just keep checking but it'll
0: be very soon so keep keep looking and you won't have to wait long i'm sure all right
1: that's that's the hope is that it joe uh that's that's pretty good go at it uh i'll finish it out guys as always thank you for tuning in and listening we hope you've enjoyed listening to this conversation as much as we have enjoyed having it um hopefully you guys are excited as excited about some of these things that are coming up as we are because we've just <laughs> there's oh been a lot God. behind the scenes going on oh it's just been a great time so i'm dying uh, on the couch and, off. and loving all the conversation <laughs> that we get
0: to have like oh yeah it's so much going on i can't do anything
1: so hopefully uh hopefully this turns out well for everybody everybody gets to partake yeah and have a little bit of fun with it um. Yeah, Matthew covered the contacts and how to join. Uh, join the Discord if you'd like to hang out, or if you want those decal kits, uh, mm-hmm. because that's not uh, available on any other platform except through the Discord server. Um, that's just how Tony's taking those. And Matthew, there's nothing else.
0: Uh, no, that's it. Just make sure to reach out to Flying Tiger Tony. That's that's where he's gonna. That's how you're gonna find him there at the Discord.
1: Other than that, that's it. <laughs> and if you see Dan in uh, Discord say give him a high five because he's done a lot of hard work on this yeah and tell him thanks for us and thanks for you thank you so much and we will see y'all next time bye (laughs) um you ready Yep, hack up the spare lung. Uh, I've been, yes,
0: I've been trying to grab to the bottom <laughs> of the lung and rip it all out. All right, I think go. we got it. I think we're ready to give it a go. All right. <clears throat>